0: I fell off I fell off They see the rollie They see the chains Niggas know that I'm well off I pushed the line And they stepped the across Now it's time to show them Who the boss I'm a beast Sitting out the malls, My resume You gon' see no. Uh, yeah, yeah What up? Uh. Uh, we are back. What's up, Will Gill?
1: <laughs> man, I am so excited. Uh, we are back with episode number
0: Matt Ryan. Episode N- number, number five. five. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. man. Feel, it feels right to do uh, Matt Ryan right now. Yeah, you know, they, they lost the Super Bowl, but it's
1: okay. <laughs> uh but if it's appropriate, uh, number five, Matt Ryan. Yeah. He plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. And today we are reviewing the new Two Chains <laughs> uh, Pretty Girls Light Trap Music. Uh-huh. And you know another reason I'm excited for today? Why are you excited, bro? Why? Why? We got friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're making uh, some friends with us? Yeah, I want to introduce my man, Sin God Superior from Channel 10 Podcast, uh, Wu Tang Podcast. This is my guy, uh, Sin God Superior. Introduce yourself.
2: Yo, yo, what's good, man? What's good? I'm really happy to be on. It's my first time having a little guest appearance on a podcast and everything like that. And you know, it's so yeah. funny, Will Gil. Um, i remember you saying uh, when it came to like the whole jersey number of sports thing that you guys were really going to just go ahead and start from scratch. And you guys actually did that with Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, a
1: lot of people... A lot of people don't know, but your podcast brought on the change. It's said, like, you know what? We can't do episode number eighty nine uh yeah. blank name, blank name. <laughs> uh with that all being said, we're doing the two chains pretty girl trap, uh pretty mm-hmm. girls like trap music. Uh-huh. And uh mm-hmm. if anybody don't know who two chains is, Vonte the Pro. Let's hit him with that drop. Let's do it. Who does he think he is? I just told the you. God, Two got. Chains. Mm-hmm. Coming out of you. College That's Park, you. Atlanta. Mm. Two Chains came up uh, with the group Player Circles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other name Titty Boy. <laughs> and uh, they dropped two albums, and uh, you probably remember their hit single, Duffel Bag Boys, mm-hmm. uh, featuring uh, Little Way. The Founder, do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> right two, all day. In 2011, Two Chains went solo, uh, that brought the name Chain. 2 Chainz uh, his solo debut mixtape was True Religion Mm. and since then man 2 Chainz has just been a hip hop staple yeah popping on huge records holding his own with like star studded songs like just filled with hip hop's greatest names 2 Chainz always got a verse on those (laughs) (laughs) and uh 2 Chain's been dropping albums like True Story 1 and 2. He dropped a collab album with Wayne called Collie Grove. Mm -hmm. So today, it's only right, man, that we review his new album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. That's right. And, uh... Do you think that's a true statement? I agree. I think so. You think pretty girls like trap music, same God? I think what do you think? I think they love it, though. <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, man. they, they love then, it, uh, man. With you being the guest, man, why don't you go ahead and take the lead and let us know how you're feeling about Two Chains and this Pretty Girls Like Trap album?
2: I had I had some preconceived notions because I have a really love-hate relationship with Two Chains. So mm-hmm. Two Chains to me, So, all right, so for Two Chains, at least when it comes to me. I'm not the biggest fan of his rhyming, like he he has the turn up and everything like that. He, but mm-hmm. he's a really good beat selector, so I fuck oh, with him when it yeah. comes to his beats. But mm-hmm. he can start off a project, and then it'll just like dissipate, you know. When once you get like to the middle, like the final, maybe five, six songs or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They it's just play not be there. Right, right, right. So, um. I still think that his first album is probably his best album, and so I was really mm. honestly judging him off of what he did on his first album, and then like you know, like yeah. the, um, his uh, his last mixtape. I can't think of the, the name right now of his last mixtape. The same thing. He starts off really strong. Was- first four tracks starts off strong. You know what I'm saying? Then it kind of yeah. you know kind of wanes a little bit. Um, and but I'm, I'm a fan of Collar Grove though. So um, going in, you know what I'm saying overall. I was like, I hope he doesn't do the same thing. I'll say that. Okay. All right, Dante the Pro. How are you? How are you feeling about uh, this? Pretty girls like trap music.
0: Before getting into it. Oh man, plain and simple. I was looking forward to this one. Uh, Two chains. He makes the type of music I like a lot, which uh, it. it it's, Every single time 2 Chainz drops a project, it seems like I know that my Instagram, my timeline is about to be lit with IG models twerking. And that's (laughs) never a bad thing. 2 Chainz always drops some booty-shaking music to get the girls hype. That's why pretty girls like trap music. I get it. I just get it. And for me... I'm just going to say, man, like, I'm just a man who likes to go to the strip to the strip club, and one of the best ways to get a rememberable lap dance, besides being faded, is you just need that booty-shaking music, and that's the good enough reason for me to keep artists as, like, 2 Chains around on my radar. That's how I feel about it. So I was looking forward to this. That's respectable. <laughs> <laughs> that's what about, respectable. What, what about you, Will Gil? I mean, you kind of said it a little bit under your breath. He's like, I don't really listen to 2 Chains. How are you feeling getting into this one? What were your thoughts? All
1: right, man. Um... I'll have to say I've never listened to a full body of work from Two Chains. Okay, okay. I never felt like there was a need to. It's just like to me, you know how they say this is the era of uh, singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Two Chains kind of embody that. Okay, like I, it's mm-hmm. like I never felt a need to listen to a whole Two Chains yeah. body of work. Like he can,
0: he can make a whole career off of that. Yeah,
1: just yeah singles. yeah. But his, you know, his singles are cool. I listen yeah. to him. Uh, his features are dope. I listen to that, but. It's like ah, uh, an hour of two chains. Yeah. Does he really have that much to say? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, uh, if it wasn't for this podcast, man, I'm not gonna lie, I would not listen to this uh, album. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you just gotta suck it up and uh, do what you don't want. I gotta do. <laughs>
0: I hear that, I hear that. And uh, with that being said, man, let's get into our highlight record. All right, let's do it. Tell them to bow down Don't to the greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. All right, man, it is time
2: to bow down to the greatness. Mm-hmm. And uh sing God, you are I guess? Go ahead and take the lead, player. Um, It will be, it's a vibe. You know, me hosting, you know, the Wu-Tang podcast, you know, obviously I may not... I may not be the biggest fan of trap music, in which I'm not, but the thing about It's a Vibe <laughs> is that I think that it's genius. Because okay. Why you say that? Has, okay, because, all right, look. He has three different R&B singers with three different kinds of styles that pretty mm-hmm. much says, you know, it's a vibe, it's a vibe, and that, that dope beat really smooth. Yeah. And he comes oh, in, yeah. like, toward the end... And he has one verse, and then he ends it with a female singer saying mm. "bust it wide." So yeah. he's like, he's catering to three different kinds of audiences because, to me, you have like, I feel like with Ty Dolla Sign, Trey Songz, and, and uh, Janae Eiko. They're, they have like three different kinds of audiences. Mm-hmm. Like three different kinds of like women, female yeah. kind of Aussie audiences or whatever like that. And I feel like he's really catering to those people and he wants y'all to listen to really them. And he'll sneak in and just say one verse so he can get y'all to listen to the rest of pre Girls' like uh, like trap music. Mm-hmm. So I think it's genius. And But overall, yeah. I think the song is like really dope and it's catchy. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a great, great point, so. man. I never... I never even thought of it like that. About like him bringing like different audience with Ty Dollar Sign on the West Coast, it makes a lot of sense. And then like Janae brings in like the females, oh, I can't say female no more. Uh, the women.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not really provocative now, but like the way that she ends it, like you know, pussy tight, bust it, bust it, mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah. that's what like it's, it's it just fits with the whole pretty girls like trap music kind of thing. The aesthetic. yeah, I was
1: lis- I was listening to this song at the gym. Mm-hmm. I had to go take a seat. <laughs> when, Janae, when Janae came on, I had to go take a seat. <laughs> I said, oh, man. <laughs> I can't be walking around half chub in the gym. But Janae, I say that to say, Janae sounded
0: really sexy on, she the, did. on the back end of She that did. record. And what's dope is like, kind of like how what everyone kind of mentioned is like, these three different artists all brought three different vibes to the song. Word. So it just makes, it makes so much sense and like, um, I don't know, I, like, I feel like this is a song you play like, when you're trying to get some pussy. Like, Where you try to get some pussy at the club or somewhere Like you play It's a vibe And you be like Come on girl You know We just I love the way we vibing and whatnot." You know what I mean Like that's what I feel like This song just sounds like smooth fucking butter Like it's, it's I love track number nine a lot Wait, wait, wait. That's a great record, man. And uh, the Pro, you want to hop into your highlight record? All right. All right. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. And I want to talk about track number seven, Poor Fool, featuring Sway Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay. the Pro. Going yes. with the, the young man track. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so this track is produced by Mike Will Made It, which uh, made the Sway Lee feature sound a little bit more organic, I feel like, because Ray Schrimmer and Mike, um, and Mike Will, they're signed together. They, you know, that's that sound. Ray Schirmer's sound is the Mike Will sound so it it just made these things sound a lot more organic but there's a few reasons why this song grabs my attention. First, I want to say I really enjoy the dark trap beat that I really get on here. Um, next, I feel like Two Changes is coming with some of the most realest bars I've ever heard um, on this album, and I, I really, i really gonna enjoy that. And last but not least is really just that infectious uh, hook by Sway Lee. Um, I feel like the hook is really the sugar to the Kool Aid. I feel like this song is, it's, it's, it needs that hook, and the hook is what sums it up well. And I just really like how Sway Lee like. He, like, does something special and, and channels 2 Chain's mom on this hook. And he just, uh, you know, talking about, like, saying things like streets don't love you like I do. Um, you, uh, you make your own paper, then you make your own rules. And those are things that are, you know, are, uh, your mom should be telling you if, you're not, if they're not already telling you. So I'm like, damn, this is a real-ass you know, real song right here. Um, and, I, uh, and, and I'm gonna say, like, this hook is really, really big to me, but also I feel like 2 chains came through and he matches the tone and just gives us a lot of context that the song needs because, like, the, the, having a great hook is one thing, but, like, he follows it up with a lot of context and just really explains what he's really talking about. Uh, 2 chains is just rapping about, like, his pops dying, being raised by a single black mother, and on this record, uh, he tells us pretty much that the real reason why he started trapping was because of his mom, because he didn't have certain things and he had to get it and what are you supposed to do? And it's kind of like a real honest moment. I feel like and just cool perspective. So um, uh, he just sum- like he just sums up his whole story from rags to riches in a short amount of time. So I highly recommend track number seven, "Poor Food." That's my uh, standout. What y'all think of that song? Senka, uh, how you feel about that record, man?
2: Um, you know, actually, that you know that may be um, my number two favorite song, and it's mainly because of, uh, of Sway Lee being on it. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. it's something about his voice. So like. Yeah and I'm pretty sure Two Chains figured this out like he had like it's not like a not a feminine voice. It's like he has like an ambiguous voice. And so like him channeling like having someone like Sway Lee like channel his mother saying certain things yeah. that he was saying. I that's also actually thought a that good was genius
0: too. Yeah, 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 that's actually a good point. I didn't even realize that. Damn. That's
1: Man. A good point. That, that's a great point, thank God. Now I feel bad because I was going to say I don't fuck with the song at all. And I, but the reason why is because I don't fuck with that Ray Shermer sound. Like, sonically, I just cannot get over it. Like, it sounds like little kid music to me. Um, all that, like, in-depth stuff that you are saying about uh, him having a single mother and all those things, I literally miss all of it. Because sonically, when I hear this song... All I could think about is the mannequin challenge. Hmm. It's like it sounds like kind of to me like a ripoff of that song, like okay. sonically wise. So okay. just like personally, I just don't vibe with it. So uh, all that in-depth stuff that you guys are bringing up, yeah, it just yeah, goes yeah. over my
0: head. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Like the reasons that we love it is the reasons why you hate it.
1: No, that's
0: not what I'm saying. <laughs> what well, kind of? What are you saying? Like you said, you, I'm liking it because of the sound. I like it because Mike. Well, I like Twain Lee. Oh, okay. So the so reasons why, those are the main reasons why I'm loving it. The beat is crazy. Um, Two Change matches it, matches it up with some good content to like you know get this hook a lot of a lot of substance. And so I like I like pretty much the beat and the hook the most. That's oh, what I'm loving okay, about okay, it. Okay. But how you saying you're not fucking with it? Yeah, that's why I'm fucking with him. I thought you, you were know? saying you was loving the mom stuff the most. No, well, I, I like that too. That's always that's the cherry okay. on top of the Sunday. Oh. so mm. I don't know. I like I, I, I like that record a lot. So that's cool. I respect what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. All well, right. Uh, with that being said, man, can I get into my highlight record? All right. Tell you, y'all what I fuck with. Yeah, yeah. When you got to
0: this album, uh, what were we feeling?
1: I want to hop into the last track on this album, and uh, that's track number. 16 burglar mm. Bars Okay So this record opens up With a dude telling 2 chains He's royalty mm-hmm. And it had me thinking man If somebody had told me I was royalty <laughs> It would make my day <laughs> yeah. So with that being said If you listening to this podcast <laughs> I just want to let you know You royalty <laughs> Sing God Guess what You royalty <laughs> Vontae yeah. the Pro What's up? you ain't shit <laughs> and uh, with that being said man let's get back to this record uh, right. this song like my man 2 Chain said this is that soulful trap music mm. this has that uh, soulful sound from the early 2000s not this new age soul Yeah, and yeah. that's why this Monica feature makes all the sense for this song her vocals were super smooth and 2 Chains, man he's just in his pocket on this record His verse uh, One of my favorite verses On the album Is his first one He has lines like I'm a black millionaire I give you my black ass to kiss (laughs) 2 chains is just winning On this record And um he'll tell you through these verses he's been winning since he had burglar bars on the windows mm. and a uh, dope overall record how do you feel about that uh, the Pro uh,
0: I feel like that song is just really masterful and my favorite bar on that uh, on that song is never did a song with Jay but I murdered every fucking song I did with Ye mm-hmm. like that shit like, like because like every time I like I expected a, a Kanye feature on here just because they just they push each other they motivate each other most of the time if i hear both of them on the same song yay comes with it and especially two chains because two chains sometimes he could be here to miss he could just kind of like flow you know what i mean but i feel like um i I love that line a lot and i feel like this track for the production wise like you said the early uh the early 2000s 2000s vibe right there like it just screams hip-hop to me and um for me personally it was a great way to like close up this album and sum things up what you what you think about this thing god
2: Man, uh, you know, I have, I have two sections on, on, and with my notes. I have high points and low points. Unfortunately, okay, uh, okay, it was in my it was in my low points because, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, you know, I I just didn't. This is the thing about two chains with me. I feel like he needs to do either one thing or the other, and which I understand why he's tre- like he's. I feel like he's trying to make a pivot, which you know, which we can get a bit deeper into mm. later on. But when it comes okay, to Brooklyn bars, he's trying to be sentimental, but at the same time, you know, he... He goes from being sentimental to like being like you know trappy. So you know he'll talk about you know uh, you know having these bars or going back to his you know his his trapping days or whatever like that. And then he goes back to yeah. fucking his bitch in the present. <laughs> and the president. You know it, it's just a bit too much for me. And then you have Monica singing her heart out, and I'm like, well, it doesn't to me. It doesn't really fit with what he's talking about. If anything, he could have mm. you know hopped on a on a I don't know a K swisher beat or something like that. I don't know. Okay,
0: okay. I yeah. think I think what you're saying is like it's hard to follow for you yeah yeah it's all over the place okay
1: okay i i get that i think for me personally the reason why is i can look over some of those things you're saying because like what you're saying is true Mm -hmm. but like just sonically i think the record sounds so good that like i'm willing i'm willing to look over those flaws and since Mm -hmm. i don't hold two chains in the highest regard (laughs) i'm not looking in that
0: deep you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah yeah you're just taking it for fixed value
1: yeah 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 like uh, when he was he, I think he had like some lines where he said uh you think you deep but you shallow uh swimming up creek or whatever yeah like, yeah, yeah. like that I'm just like what the fuck is 2 Chainz talking about but then, like, <laughs> yeah. then I thought about it and I said I really don't care so I just moved forward it doesn't matter anyways <laughs> yeah, yeah word
0: word okay alright so um, those are our highlight records um, you wanna get to the general side of this
1: yeah cause uh, I feel like our highlights were pretty diverse uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I wasn't fucking with yours sin God wasn't fucking with mine and uh, <laughs> since you ain't fucking with mine sin God I ain't fucking with yours <laughs> 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 and uh Monte right. Pro with that being said, I think uh this is the perfect time to hop into our general.
0: All right, let's get into it. This is special cloth alone.
1: Alright, man, special cloth. This yep, album yep. has
0: sixteen records. Yep. Uh
1: with that being said, Monte Pro, you wanna kick off the general side?
0: Yeah, um let's just start from the top and kind of work our way down or the best way we can. Um I wanna talk about the the Saturday night track one. Um I want to say that my favorite thing about this song is when he said that I was there when Shaka got swung on by a Tip. Yeah. That was my favorite part, mm-hmm. and that made me feel like I'm kind of listening to you right now. Mm. Um, but that was my favorite part, but my worst part was that I just felt like as far as production-wise, the beat didn't move me. I just don't feel like the beat moved me enough to where I feel like I love this record, but uh, from A to F, I would give this song a C plus. Did you guys like this intro record? Uh, Sing God, you feel it?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it kind of it kind of harkens back to um his past uh, mixtape, and I feel like that mixtape starts off really hard, and I think he starts off on a strong point uh, with this album, this project, and uh, you know his uh, you know his nostalgia when it comes to like his earlier days. It kind of it kind of fits within the realm of you know the concept of the album, pretty girls like trap music, and his kind of you know going away from trap music, but still being of, or go, going away from the trap, but still being of. The trap, yeah. For that, for that term. So, I yeah. mean, in general, I liked it. I mean, but I do think that it's more or less because I was more or less surprised how he started it, started the album mm. off rather than, um, you know, some other crazy shit. I thought he would, you know, come up with, with a, a Drake record or something. I don't know, okay, fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, he definitely works with Drake enough to where like I wouldn't put it past like Drake being like a part of the intro song, <laughs> yeah, Drake or Kanye, yeah. but um. I fuck with the opening track. To be honest, I love the dramatic guitar and the instrumental is pretty like intense. Like so far, opening a record, it really yeah. grabs your attention sonically. Okay. And uh, I don't know what you guys' are plans are for today, but uh, I hit the trap today, and I'm gonna hit the club tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh I just love saying that line. So for that uh, alone, I feel like the the song is pretty dope. Uh, the hook is great. Uh, Saturday night sounds like a song that is the intro of a of an album called Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Yeah, <laughs> like it fits right, perfectly. Yeah. And 2 chance verses, I think they're pretty hard, man, because uh, vocally, you could kind of hear the passion and urgency he's bringing in his voice, and then uh, he has like a line that always sticks out to me where he says, uh, double saran, everything, so you know it's a rap,
0: mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, nice. <laughs> that's dope, that's dope, so um, any other songs you want to talk about on this album, want to try to keep it in order, or? Yeah, uh, I'm going to keep it in order, I'll
1: hop into our next one, and then Sing God, you can hop into wherever you want to go after, and I want to hop into track number three, Good Dank. Oh, Oh, okay. And, uh, this track to me, this is just a song you put on when you pregame and before you, you go out that night. Yeah, yeah. This track is just filled with mad flavor. You got Two Chains, you got Quavo, mm. you got Gucci. You know what that's called? What's that? You winning. <laughs> like that's the that's the magical three combo right there. Yeah, that's the big three. Uh, the opening line two chain uses uh, used to treat my mattress like the ATM. Mm-hmm. Like okay, that like visually I'm getting a lot just off that. Mm-hmm. Quavo super solid on the hook. Uh, good dank, good knock. Mm. Good drugs. Like, okay. That's what, yeah, that, that's uh that's pretty much two chains, Gucci and Quavo. <laughs> that describes those three. For real. And, uh I don't think Gucci stock has ever been this high, like as a rapper. Yeah. And uh he's he's delivering man. Uh, yeah. Gucci's been hopping on all these like big records and having some of the better verses yeah, on Gu- uh, yeah. on the album.
0: Gucci man been booming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gucci yeah. Man been booming. So yeah. shout
1: out to Gucci, uh he's been grinding it out and uh uh new Gucci man. Uh I'm pretty Pretty sure that's not him, but he's been killing it.
0: <laughs> <The clone. laughs> he's a clone. I, I like track number three a lot. Um, I'm going to agree with everything you said. Uh, first thing that I want to really say that I loved is just the beat. Um, my, is this, this record is produced by Mike Dean, and I just want to say that guy is just a, a real special super producer. Um, everything he seems like he touches, it kind of like just turns into gold. Um, I've seen the video for this um, as well, and I want to say I liked it too. This, but one thing that's kind of... Um, Kinda a little sour to me. It's like this song when I when I hear it, it just reminds me kind of how old it is, and like, cause like it's not super old, cause it came out like probably within like the last six months or so. But music Mm -hmm. ages so fast. It's kind of like when we got into the Chance album and we heard Angels, and it was kind of like we've heard this for so long, it's been promoted or whatever. Where's the album? So I kind of felt like that. It reminds me, but it's not a bad song. It's it's still a great song. It still sounds really good. Yeah, when it comes on, like I'm happy to hear it because like. Okay, cool. Now I'm finally getting to songs that I'm familiar with, so I can I can enjoy that. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, this I I heard this song a
2: long ass time ago,
0: so I don't know. Do uh, you like that song, uh, track number three?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sing I God? mean, yeah, yeah, it was dope. Um, you know, I'm always a fan of Mike Dean because, uh, n- well, not not saying this about Two Chainz, but even when he's you know dealing with a rapper that I may not exactly care about, he makes them sound better, and so yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like he brought something out. Of two chains even though this is this is like you know well within two changes realm with a uh, good drink and everything that he was talking about on the album but um i yeah. feel like between mike dean's production it was also like a good transition into um 4 a.m which is a song that i like quite a bit surprisingly with uh, travis scott mm. all right do you just want to go straight into 4 a.m your thoughts on that well, actually, you know that's that's not that's not the song I actually want to talk about, but um, right, I do, like, for you quite a bit. Um, well, this one, is your floor, man. Uh, go into whatever song you want to get into. All right. Well, I want I want to talk about "Byline" a little bit. Um, with a uh, Pharrell on it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's you, you it's like that song a lot. Uh, I I did surprisingly because like mm. harking them back to what you said what you guys said about burglar bars and it has like a 2000s vibe with it i feel like bylon does at least like the like a kind of like a mid 2000s vibe maybe like you know maybe late mid 2008 2007 ish with pharrell it's overall like the song kind of sounds like it was maybe left over from blueprint 3 or something like that or maybe even Blueprint Whoa. two. yeah i like that um, but at the same time it just has like a good like a good vibe to it and you know listening to it I think I've listened to it maybe about maybe three times now four times it just has like a good vibe to it and it reminds me of like when I was back in high school mm. so the shit is just dope to me and so I think you know if I ever go back and listen to 2 Chains on a regular I'll probably that'll probably one of the be one of the songs i go back to and listen to on a regular off this album wow that's that's funny you say that because I feel like what Byline I
1: don't ever want to listen to that song again. (laughs) It's like Pharrell's been doing this thing uh, lately when he's been hopping on features where uh, he's always kind of, he never had the greatest singing voice. Yeah, yeah. And like lately, I feel like his pitch has been super high like a mm-hmm. higher than it used to be and so like sonically i just don't like how he sounds on records anymore mm-hmm. like recently mm-hmm. and the, so for that song to sound like early 2000s and then you get like a high pitch of pharrell it, for me personally it sounds like the song is old like it doesn't uh bring me back it just sounds old it sounds mm-hmm. like a one song <laughs> that kind of came and left yeah yeah, yeah and so for that reason like I always kind of skip over this song when I'm listening through the album because like, I just feel like there's nothing there for me to pick up
0: yeah yeah how do you feel a to the pro alright early 2000s Pharrell um he dropped you know songs like number one uh which is Pharrell featuring Kanye West that girl Pharrell Snoop uh Snoop and yeah this Charlie is kind of like that lane mm, yeah Kinda, uh, <laughs> but I feel like this song. This isn't the first time I've heard uh, Two Chains and Pharrell on the track together. First time I heard it was uh, "Feds Watching," yeah, um, and uh, I-, I feel the same way about that song. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like "Feds Is Watching." I didn't like this record a lot. And, um, I felt like. I felt like I don't know. It just wasn't for me. But I'm gonna just say that and leave it there because we on the positive side. <laughs> <Where>? <laughs> and I don't wanna go down that lane. So um, since I do have the ball right now, I wanna um, you know shoot my shot on this on another song that I really liked. And um, I might sound I might sound a little soft for saying this, but what y'all think about track number six, "Realize" featuring Nicki Minaj? Okay, uh, I, I have a couple thoughts. I'm, I'm
1: gonna take I'm gonna take the lead on this one. All right, all right. I would say uh, Two Chainz' first verse was hard when he was saying. Uh my daughter inherited my arrogance i was like that's always <laughs> like a, a a tight thing to say yeah record. yeah, that's fly and then when he was making fun of the mumble rappers i felt i don't know if it was tight mm. but i would say it was interesting like you weren't
0: sure if you you were buying it yeah
1: because like it's not like two chains is the greatest rapper of all time so oh, yeah. like he for him it. to be like shit on you know, like
0: <laughs> it's like it's like
1: uh let's say you broke right yeah yeah and then like you shit on somebody that's using food stamps, like that's kind of how like 2 change shitting on food on uh, mumble rappers is for me. Yeah, yeah, just like to. It's like you. yeah, it's like kind of chill player. Like take a seat back. Okay. And then I would say with Nicki's verse, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I feel like is kind of what you're going to when you brought this song up is True. Nicki's verse. Is this is the best Nicki verse I've heard since she broke up with Safari.
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I'm convinced Safari was writing her shit because she <laughs> fell. The, like for rapping wise, I feel like she fell the fuck off when she uh I agree, stopped I, fucking with Safari. She did get a lot worse.
0: This was impressive.
1: But uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When she said, "I've been winning eight years consistently, at least respect it mm. Papoose uh wrote an Ether record, but I, I broke Aretha's Aether's record. Re- yeah. Like I said, like, okay, talk your shit, Nicki. Yeah, talk your, your shit, yeah. color.
2: Not mad at that. Uh, Sin how you feel about Realize, mm. man? Man, that's that's right in my low points, man. That's probably one of the worst songs on the album for me, man. Like, <laughs> hey, I feel it, though. I feel it. I, I, I feel it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't have anything uh, positive to say about the song at all. Oh, all, all I was going to say is
0: when you get to the dislike side, make sure you keep that same energy up.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like this song. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I mean, like, it's, it, or first of all, it's too braggy. The beat, yeah, I, I get that doesn't it doesn't fit within the... Uh, so, uh, So with me, when I think about albums, I think about... I don't th- I don't think about an album with, you know, all good songs. I think about an album with all the songs that actually fit together. So, I feel like it's kind of out of place. Okay. And then... Mm. You know, it, it, honestly, with Nicki on it, and, like, the way she's singing, it reminds me of some kind of, like, Starships kind of shit that she, that she was doing, like, some years yeah. ago. And, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. Like, the whole... Aretha record thing That was okay But You know What It, just, it, it didn't really what? It didn't totally Fit with 2 Chainz's verse You know Because because 2 Chainz You know He'll hop out Of different dimensions And shit You know He'll talk about <laughs> his Success And he'll talk about Being back in the trap then he'll talk about How he feels about the trap now. Nah, he'll talk about his mother So he has all these Different things going on And Nicki <laughs> has like This coherent verse you know, yeah. it's, it's just too much going on, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta be sober when you listen to like a song like that. And not, I don't think you're supposed to be sober when you listen to a two change record. You know what I'm
1: saying?
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, I feel that, man. You brought up some great points, the Pro. You
0: got anything to uh, say about that? Oh uh, man, for me, track number six. I, I just say it's dope, and I just love. it. They delivered exactly how I imagine it in their head. Because every time I hear a song from them two, I'm always suspecting and I pretty much want the Bees in a Trap version of them. Because I I like that record just because sonically it was different. Lyrically they're coming in their own lane, but they're they're not crossing paths or anything like that. They're staying in in their pocket and delivering at a high level. And I feel like they motivate each other a lot. And it's always dope whenever you get the trap girl and you get the trap guy on the same song. So I feel mm-hmm. like, not saying Nikki's the, the, the trap queen or nothing like that, but she from New York. She, she, she from, she from what we've heard, she from the streets. So it's dope to hear these two come together. And for me, I feel like, I like the song, but I love Nicki. I love Nicki. I love how she emerged this track. She sounds hungry. She sounds petty. She sounds confident. Like Nicki Minaj. Like she. This she made the song sound dope all together. And you can say what you want about the starship part because the hook is very uh, popish. It has that flavor to it. But mm-hmm. it does not. Ha- it doesn't take you as far as Starship because Starship was pop. That was straight pop. It wasn't like a crossover. It was like literally a pop record from the beginning to the end. And this record right here, just uh, you know, some some nice hip hop, a little bit of splash of R and a little bit slower pace, a little bit be- just because off of production. But I love this record. That's what I would like to say about it.
1: All right, mm-hmm. that's cool. All right. With that being said, man, I'm gonna bring up track number ten. Rolls Royce bitch <laughs> alright alright uh, this is my favorite hook on the whole album uh, Rolls Royce bitch my doors go that way <laughs> like that's just a fucking great line <laughs> and uh two is coming through with some inspirational bars
0: yeah Believe in
1: yourself mm-hmm. Who else gonna believe in you yeah.
0: Like okay too Chase Thank you yeah. You right You right And uh,
1: honestly uh, I just listened to this song Over and over Just so I could say Rolls Royce bitch My cars My doors go that way In my uh, Hyundai Sonata
2: <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that song Sin God You rocking with it? Yeah, honestly So right now so like, Rolls Royce <laughs> Is in my <laughs> It's in my high points But I have a question mark okay. Next to it I don't know. Like I, I've listened to it like maybe four times, and I can get with the Rolls Royce. I can get with that, but sometimes like his his yeah. rhymes, yo. I'm just like I don't know if I can fully get with it. So I'm like literally, I'm really on the fence with it. Like I like the beat more than anything. So I think if if I had to say anything oh, about yeah. that song, the beat really drives me to say that I want to like it. Yeah. Yeah. I-
0: I, I i was gonna say I, I completely agree and i'm happy that um we're putting more emphasis on that because for me personally on track number 10 roy's worst bitch uh i love the message i absolutely love the production the i feel like guitars and trap drums always work for me um but i kind of like a little bit agree with you just because i just wasn't in love with his flow but i did like the message that he was bringing so um i'm not gonna say that um it was trash or anything like that but most likely I'm listening to this song for, for the beat and yeah. the, the message.
1: This record is pretty much, just so you can say, Rolls Royce, bitch. <laughs> the doors go that way. That way, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like that's it. it. It's a pretty simple record, but 2 Chains a pretty simple rapper, man. Yeah. And so, like When uh, he's kind of in his pocket, it's just like, just enjoy the hook.
0: Yeah, this is the... Yeah, know, yeah, his yeah. his, his yeah.
1: verses are... I, I didn't say anything about his verses because <laughs> there's nothing to say. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, this is a hook and beat record.
0: Okay, okay. And uh... All right, well, I want to bring up a moment uh, that I really liked, and I'm surprised you jumped into this track uh, as far as the uh, Rose Rose bitch. I want to bring it back just to tap it to track number eight, Big Amounts featuring Drake. I just wanted to go to Nicki to Drake. That's all I want. That's the moment that I liked. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say that this is a bad song, but I thought this was kind of one of many. I'm not going to really big this record up too much because um, I've heard it just entirely too much. for me, it's kind of weird. Uh, this song with Drake being on it, it kind of gives me the the style or the feeling that I get when I listen to Future's Future featuring Drake. Used to this, it just seems like it just one a many, and I just felt like they kind of made those records on the same day. It's a cool song, and um, I would want to also just. Bring up the song just to say shout out to everyone using the flutes out there in the beats. Like this is the year of the flute. Like <laughs> like it's amazing. I really liked I really like that um that that new it seems like it's like a new instrument to uh, instrument to a lot of people. So uh track number eight was a cool record. Cool record.
1: Yeah, I, I really don't I personally really don't care about anything on, on that song. I would say Drake's verse was cool. It was like very Drakey. It was like nothing different. Yeah. And yeah. then I was at, at some point I was like, This verse is so good for Drake that like I wonder who wrote it.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man
2: damn. Yeah. damn but uh thank god you got Crazy. any thoughts so big amount is it's also my low points Ooh, because my uh, man with the low points <laughs> <laughs> sorry right, so when, when it comes I'm not the biggest fan of Drake anyway but the thing is this is like the same kind of um, song that he had that 2 Chains had with Drake on his last uh, mixtape it's literally you gotta beat you got 2 chains verse and oh okay well I will throw Drake on this verse and it's it's almost yeah. as if like you know I don't know man like 40 said yo 2 Chains just, just texted me or emailed me this beat you gotta hop on and he said alright and so he just he just <laughs> went through his, his iPhone real quick to see what kind of verse he had left that he hasn't rapped yet that hasn't been put out yet <laughs> and he just put it on the beat and then yeah. you know, like, like he, he took five minutes and that was it like the same thing that he same thing doing like Future's Mixtape also like, yeah I'm getting tired of hearing Drake with these like you know really kind of tired verses on these you know these albums or whatever like that because people are just using his name now and he's like he's getting kind of worn out and I feel like he, honestly, clickbait at, clickbait it's click big and he's he's going he's starting like to wear down his brand, I think after a while. He's he's gonna oversaturate himself.
1: Yeah. Oh. He's uh he's a uh, Paris Hilton. We tired of that pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. No, just
0: kidding. Damn. <laughs> All right, so let's keep this uh album moving. I wanna ask you guys, cause I wanna talk about a song. Do you guys wanna talk about some OG Kush? Or do you
2: wanna talk about some Blue cheese, which I wanna talk about. Singa, you take the lead. <laughs> I mean, man, we could talk about some blue cheese, man. Uh <laughs> all
1: right, fuck, all right, right. take the lead, Sengai.
2: Yeah, I, I, I fuck with blue cheese, you know, uh Migos on it. I feel like that the Migos they really like kinda amp it up a little bit and also because of the production, uh K Swisher uh did a production oh, yeah. on that. And uh, you know, um I fuck with made in Tokyo. It's something about Made in yeah. Tokyo, so I'm 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 am a bit uh you know up to par when it comes to Case Swisha's production. So when I heard a little Case mm-hmm. a little uh, you know a little drop on that, I was kind of excited. And so I'm pretty uh, sure again, this is also another song where the beat really drives me to like it. But mm. I think the Migos overall really drives me like the way they just go off on that. The same thing with um, uh, 4 A.M. too. But uh, yeah, I, I fucks with it overall. I see that I yeah, see
1: that uh, I can see what you mean about the beat because with the synth pianos it really just kind of demands your attention like it has a super deep bass on the record Migos just kill the feature per usual like that's what that's what they just been doing yeah 50,000 on me I'm a walking lick great line. <laughs> uh, uh, flow, uh Offset's flow on uh, the first verse was tight it's just classic Migos flow blue cheese no wrench all hunts like, cool man that's, that's flavor yeah. and then uh, this track Host my favorite line from 2 Chainz on this whole album a very 2 Chainz line where he says my side chick got pregnant by her
0: main dude and I'm a yeah. fan <laughs> like, that's a very 2 Chainz line right there and uh, I fuck
1: with it dope all around track Montana Pro how you feel
0: on track number 13 uh, Blue Cheese featuring Migos Man, first thing I want to say, and I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about it already, is I love when a track says featuring Migos and not Quavo and Offset. Yeah, not yeah. Not Takeoff and Offset. Not Quavo and Takeoff. Migos. Yeah. I fuck with that. And because, like, I feel like they're the best to collaborate. I feel like if you're gonna get Quavo, you might as well get Takeoff because they they damn near sound the same. They bounce off <laughs> each other. And I like and I like when they do ad-libs together. That shit is just dope. <laughs> but, um, just for, for me, Blue Cheese just makes me feel good. Like, after a Working the long hours and you know getting paid and realizing it was all worth it and it's really dope and I feel like <laughs> I feel like I play this song typically like when I want to get in my you know get in my my mode and I want to feel like a rapper and when I feel like you know what I mean like you know sometimes like you want to you want to capture uh, embody somebody else so you want to embody like you know like sometimes when you play basketball you think that oh I'm MJ right now yeah. like I'm balling or whatever yeah. so when I listen to this song it puts me into that rapper mentality like I'm just a, I'm just the, just I'm the just... flies dude of all time exactly yeah like
1: when I do listen to this song. I, I get like into like this phase where I be like bitch don't touch me <laughs> I'm famous don't touch me don't see all
0: this blue cheese <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but uh, with that being said you went you uh, you went ahead and threw the oop yeah I'm gonna go ahead and dunk it okay and uh, I'm gonna bring up uh, OG Kush okay OG Kush diet and uh, I would say this song is just flavor the reggae infusion in the middle of the song was just amazing super wet instrumental great horns that bass line was just nasty <laughs> yeah and then and two chains is just doing two chains on this record, sunbathing with the Roleon, <laughs> uh painting the White House, mm-hmm. uh pouring out liquor, pouring <laughs> out lean, and pouring something else. You know, yeah, Jesus like yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. He living it's, his he, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. He's not giving a fuck. He's just pouring everything out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how you how you feel about this uh record, Sing God?
2: All right, so Alright, so this is like literally the reverse of Rolls Royce. So it's in my low points, but I have a question mark beside it. Like, what
0: makes you think, like, I don't know if I like this or not. What about it?
2: It's the main thing is like, alright, the reggae elements. I appreciate the reggae elements, but the thing is, like, his, you know, two chains is trappiness over the reggae-ness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if I really, if I exactly liked it. Okay, I That's feel like. Cool. I, I feel like when it started breaking like breaking down to more of the reggae elements, because at first I was, you know, I was fucking with it and it kind of breaks down. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you could, if you could be, do, you know, talking about leaning over reggae stuff. But, you know, <laughs> nonetheless, <or> <laughs> uh, I don't know. If I, had to, if I had to choose a game, it would probably, you know, slide back into my high points. But, you know, originally it was in the high points and then I went to the low points. Mm-hmm. it went, yeah. it went, together, it went I, with the low point yeah I feel like with 2 chain songs
1: like for the most part it's like it starts off from a high point and the more you listen to the 2 Chainz song it becomes a low point just because like when you start trying to like examine a song more and more the more you realize that 2 chain shit kind of don't make sense yeah yeah and yeah. don't really fit all the time yeah and so like I mm-hmm. feel like that's why a lot of, like, I would say your song, like, when you're talking about these two change records, like, you're saying, like, at first you kind of liked it, and then it was kind
0: of off. Yeah, the flavor doesn't last. Yeah, yeah, so how do you feel about that record, uh, Ponce the Pro? I feel like with OG Kush Diet, track number 14, um, might have the best beat on the whole album to me. That's what I feel like, and I just feel like when it... <laughs> This sounds silly, but like when I when I listen to this record, cause I highly enjoy this record, I get why y'all don't like it. But when this song comes on, I can smell what the rock is cooking. Like, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like I really I really fuck with this song. I'm a stoner. I'm I'm a fan of all stoner songs. Um, it just like I just like it. Uh, I feel like he did his job. Two Chains was definitely delivering what, what I feel like what a stoner would need. Uh, he's just telling us like what it's like to be the everyday stoner. So I really like that because I find it relatable. And for me. The flip with the Rasta vibes and how he picks up his flow when it flips, and it, I'm in love with that because, okay, so the transition is, like, just smooth and, and just so, like, perfectly, and it just picks up, and now we're getting this, like, this trap um, Rasta vibe, which I've never even I've never even said those two in the same sentence before, so I, I'm already, like, really liking, liking it and rocking with it. And just, like, if you listen to it, uh, uh, 2 changes like, OG Kush diet, OG Kush diet. He just really chill with it. But then when that beat flipping, he just, like, sounds aggressive. He sounds like a new person. So I feel like, for me, I feel like this might be my second favorite song on this album, OG Kush diet. Like, if you don't smoke weed, I get it. But if you do smoke weed... How can you not? I don't know. I don't know. That's how I felt about track number 14. All right. So um, we talked about that track. I got one more specific song, and then I just kind of will say my last words. Um, you, you got any something yeah, you want to talk about? Uh, I was going to say, let us kick it to Sing God.
1: He's been hitting us with a lot of low points and a lot of question marks. <laughs> Sing God, you got any
2: high points, man? I, I do have a, I have a high point. I mean, you know, 4AM. I mean, I, okay. I like 4AM a lot. And again, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a mixture between the beat. And the features so again two chains he's a master with the features um mm-hmm. travis scott's ad libs all over that track is great they're crazy and it just mm-hmm. makes you just want to listen to the like the rest of the two Chains' album after 4 a.m so yeah it works i mean over in general yeah i would i, I, I think 4 a.m is probably maybe my number two or three on the album Second, yeah. Like your second favorite? Okay. I would mm-hmm. say
1: that sounds like a, a Travis Scott song that features 2 Chainz. I agree. Like, Literally, the yeah. second it comes on, it sounds like that dark Travis Scott sound. Like yeah. that trap sound. Yeah, but I, I still fuck with the song. I think it's like for how... I, I think it's easy to underappreciate that song because Travis Scott just been hitting us with like such a specific sound for so long now that like... Everything I can expect to get from Travis, I got it. Oh, okay, okay. It's like there's no surprises to this record. Uh, Travis, Travis, uh, his part was like mon- melodic, and he had, you know, the straight up ad-lib, so it was like there was nothing really there, and then uh, 2 Chain's second verse to me was pretty forgettable, because I felt like he was buying bars with the ooh flow, you know what I'm <laughs> saying, so like this song kind of stretched
0: unnecessarily, but sonically the song is pretty decent okay I, I feel that I felt like 4am uh, for me I, I I agree with you saying because it does feel like a Travis Scott record um it's not a bad song but it's just one of the songs that i it could just get washed away from me, um, <laughs> but since for t- for me the last song I do want to talk about specifically that i want to put up on the general side is a uh, trap check track number 12. Um, for me, the things that I liked about it, uh, very s- short and simple, just I love the the young jeezy, the snowman snapple the sample to start the record off. I just. I just love that a lot And I feel like I also really love The TI ASAP sample At the end At the back end of it um, It just To me is really dope Because I feel like 2 Chains When you listen to it It sounds like a, a fan of trap music And he just wants to Pay some respect for it And I just feel like I feel like when you get to the position he's at, he could just, him just saying like he knows these people is like pretty dope, but it just like sampling their music and putting it into it. And you get GZ and TI, which says a lot because those are for me like two of the pioneers of, of the trap sound. And now look at uh, Two Chains like, you know, pretty much, you know, falling under that umbrella. So I really like it. And I, I like the, the, the beat is dark, really dark with the piano and everything. And I just feel like I just like the dark trap vibe that I get on track number 12.
1: Yeah, Sin God. Uh, is there mm. any question marks you have for that record?
2: <laughs> no, no. Actually, no. There's no question mark on tra- on trap check. It's actually in my high points. Uh, oh, mess- there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I mess with it, I messed with it overall. Um, again, like um, I, I mess with the beat. Um, and I do appreciate uh, you know, like the samples throughout, you know, between Jeezy and Ti and everything like that. And so mm. honestly, when I first listened to it, I was pretty like, you know, I was pleased and shocked. At the same time that he did such a thing, you know, really paying homage to trap music. And it seems to me that um, just in general, he's trying to make, you know, more of a, he's trying to make more of a, a, a bigger statement about trap music in general, about um, you know, when it comes to this album. By yeah, doing I that. I feel that.
1: Like, uh, I like I don't love to listen to this song. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever be like, oh man, put on trap check. Yeah. But like <laughs> I appreciate what the song is doing, just kind of like letting people know is like when you're talking about the trap and trap music, is like there's Jeezy, mm-hmm. and if just in case you don't know who Jeezy is, he won Trapper of the Year four times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then and then to uh, bring loop in the uh, Ti uh, ASAP beat at the end, yeah, just brought so much like more depth just to the song and yeah. uh, just it's like an OG check.
0: Yeah, and and, and it's, I feel like it's catchy too. Yeah, and
1: I yeah and I. Uh, I appreciate the song just for what it's doing. I don't always love listening to it, but
0: great Great overall concept for a record. All right, all right, right. Does anybody have any last words before we get into the negative side of this podcast? Nah, man. Okay. God,
2: you good? Any any last points? Nah, I'm good. Uh, Now I'm good on the positive side. (laughs) All right, let's do it No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody
1: Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all All right, man All All right, right. all right What are you not fucking with? Uh, Vontae the Pro, you took in the lead once All right Sin God, you taking the lead once All right, all right So I think I'm going to take the lead on this one All right, what would you not fucking with on this album? All right, on this album, for me, the worst song on it is track number two Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale (laughs) Uh, And and it's... Simple, man. It's just for me what uh, Two Chains is doing with his voice when he's uh, going over there, going over where. It's just like, <laughs> come on, man. You got to chill out with that, like, super weirdo shit, man. He because, like, sauce. yeah, to me, Two Chains on that song, like, he's trying so hard that he pretty much turns into, like, a pastor that takes like uh takes all the communion the communion money and spends it like on gators. You know, like, oh, he sounds man. like he's ripping people off. And uh, so sonically, I just don't like that song. I I don't even know what the song is really about, especially when he gets to like the Trinidad James part of it. Yeah, yeah. And man. uh, it's just a little weird to me. Just sonically, I don't ever like listening to that song. And uh, that's why I don't fuck with it. And it's kind of annoying too because. I really like that beat on that song because it's like super bassy mm-hmm. and it hits hard but mm, what 2 chains is doing on it I'm not fucking with it.
0: Man, I uh, I think I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, I honestly don't even know what that song's about either. So, but I do know that when I listen to this album this is the second song you gotta keep the ball moving you gotta keep, keep my attention so I feel like the beat does that but you know 2 Chains doesn't doesn't carry up the rest so i feel what you're saying um all right so i want to be just like you will gill and i want to be very short and simple with my hate uh because um on this track on this on this album i was not fucking with this song and it it, it, it saddens me to say this uh for me track number 15 about ba- bailin featuring pharrell Ballin. Ballin? I wanna say Ballin, but it's spelled. Bylon. Weird. It's byline. Okay. Bylon, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the simple fact that I can't say the name, I can't fuck with the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably right. But I just can't fuck with this song altogether. I feel like with this song, Pharrell and Two Chains, they're like two magicians and they're like, Oh, we're gonna make some magic, we're gonna do some cool tricks and we're gonna we're gonna shock the world. But I've seen all these tricks before, dawg. Like, it's just like, nah, like, what, what, what are we doing here? So, um, I don't like it, and I feel like um, Pharrell is just doing everything he can, doing his best to make this, this record work. He does the hook, he made the beat. But I'm just not catching the vibe when I listen to this song. Kind of like what I said earlier about the feds watching. I just never feel like they really make a good record. I really don't feel like they they uh they make a good collaboration. I think that on paper it sounds really cool. You know, you could, any, anybody next to uh to Pharrell's name is uh is you know it's gonna stand line. out. It's, yeah, exactly. And then okay, c- cool two chains, but it's just like nah, it's kind of like it's kind of like when the house nigga and then like the just just the outside nigga like. They meet together Like they not they, they two different people Oh they, man they, You know what I'm saying I, I got nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Oh man <laughs> All I'm trying to say Is that they are not the same And I feel like Pharrell's beats Sound way too fucking pretty For this trapper uh, uh Ex-trapper 2 chains to be on this song So I don't know if I'm not rich enough To enjoy this record Because the song Does sound pretty expensive But um It just I don't know It just You know Just turns me off every time I, I just don't really like this record And Nah, that's, that's my hate track right. number 15. All right, well, Vontae the Pro
1: is saying it's pretty dangerous for me to talk, so sing God. Go ahead, dog.
2: Uh, <laughs> you can take the lead <laughs> or whatever you got to say about that, right. or if you want to hop into <laughs> your yeah. record, go ahead, I mean, Beth. you know, it's, I mean, well, I, I mean, actually, I can see everything you're saying, but uh, I, I don't know, maybe nostalgia is, is getting the best of me when it comes to that track. I think um, so. <laughs> you think so? I mean, because, like, go Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, the whole Feds Watch thing, I hated that song. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was happy to. See, I feel like they kind of. Um, I'm with you. I don't think they, 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 they particularly fit together on a track, but I yeah. feel like they at least uh, redeemed themselves a little bit with uh, Byline.
0: Uh, this could have been on a mixtape, dog. <laughs> this could have been on a mixtape. Like, straight up, like, it just, this song doesn't have the flavor that I'm looking for. It's kind of like, you know, 2 chains. like, you know, we know him as this trapper guy, so it's kind of like going to the favorite, um, your favorite, uh, uh, Waffle House, and you're always getting chicken and waffles, and one day, they decide to, to introduce hamburgers, and you're like, you're not, you're not buying these hamburgers, it's like, no, this <laughs> is not, I don't want fucking hamburgers at the Waffle House, so I kind of feel like that's what this song sounds like, it just doesn't sound like it's, it's not working for me.
1: <laughs> well, I, I kind of get that reference. <laughs>
0: Thank
1: God, uh, what, what is your uh, most negative point on this album? Is
0: there a
2: few I'm- of them? <laughs> I mean, no, man. Like the, I mean, the main one is realized with Nicki on it, man. I just oh, know, oh what were you not fucking <laughs> with that song? Oh, it, I mean, I wasn't a big, I wasn't the biggest fan of the beat and like just her, like her crooning, her auto tune crooning over, you know this this goddamn song. Like I just didn't like it. And then Two Chains <laughs> and you know his. His approach to rhyming, it just doesn't really fit with what Nikki does because, you know, Nikki, she has really coherent bars, whereas Two Chains doesn't. So, okay, I, I can Chainz, see that. Yeah, so, yeah, so for Two Chains to team up with people who are like really, um, I guess, specific about like their bars, the structure of the bars, how they sound he doesn't really fit with that i mean the same thing with pharrell because pharrell is really structured too so that's why True. i can see what you're saying um you know two chains he's really stream of consciousness whatever he feels at the moment that's what he goes with and that's mm-hmm. what he exactly did on realize but then he gets to he gets to the point whereas nikki stays with the point throughout the entire song with the courses and with her verse too
1: yeah that, that makes a lot of sense and then um the more you talk about it, the more I'm kind of on your side because I I don't really like the beat, and then I don't really like the hook, and then uh, and then when I'm bringing when you're bringing up the points about like two chains being like free stream of consciousness and then Nicky's versus, it is very specific. It is yeah yeah. It seems like those are like. Two different verses from different songs that just kind of got put onto one song mm. just to be like, oh, this song's featuring
0: Nicki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, I I, 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 those are good points. Still can't take nothing from me to like make me feel like I don't like that song just because I do enjoy the hook. I didn't even. I did not really think about the auto tune this. I did, actually didn't even really catch that. I felt like Nicki really sounded like really good, and I just felt like I got. Uh, two of the best. Well, like Nikki has like a bunch of versions of herself, but the be- I got two of the best versions. I got Nikki rapping and I got Nikki singing good too. So I just felt like I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Um, for me personally, I think that she sounds fantastic on the hook. I think she sounds very large. I like the way that they mix the vocals and everything. It sounds really great. And then just the just the, her lines that she was giving us. She brings up the beef and the slick like the the Aretha record line damn like i don't know for me i just I, re- I really like it i do feel like Nicki minaj stole the it's just the show to me so i think that's why i'm allowing myself to see your point like i, I get it
1: yeah 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 work and with that mm-hmm. being said man uh i think you made a lot of good points god. let's get into our ratings of this yeah, album yeah, yeah. uh saying god you are a guest man you want to get into uh your rating of this album from a to f what you feeling
2: <sighs> um Okay, well, within the all right, Well, within the trap round, because, you you know, I did a Wu-Tang podcast, so it's a bit different for me. So, within the trap round, <laughs> I gave it a B. A very solid B. Oh, oh cool. wow. Yeah. I am impressed. Good
0: job. Okay.
1: I didn't think he was giving it a B player. Yeah. I say that right now. <laughs> because I'm, no, I'm no. going to tell my grade, I, and I'll tell you why. Because I felt like uh, you had, like, a lot of uh, question marks and negatives on yeah. like our positive side. So I wasn't sure that you were fucking with it. Yeah. But I think you're just kinda like being critical. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And uh but me personally I would give this album a C plus. A C plus? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. okay I, I feel like the more I listen to it, the least I enjoy it. Yeah. Like uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh man, this is like really like loud. It's like there's a lot going on. There's different flavors. Like I really enjoy that. Two Chains is Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Like he's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I. But every time I listen to it, and then even just through this dis- discussion, there's so much on this album that is happening that is like kind of not making any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but everything sonically. Sounds pretty good, so I give this album a C plus. I, I do enjoy listening to it. Bonita Pro, how do you feel about it?
0: For my rating, uh, I'm going to go with my, with my guy Sin I'm gonna I'm gonna go B B minus. Um, I feel like this is uh his best album to date, and I feel like that was pretty hard. I think this is maybe his fourth album that he dropped, and I feel like um, you I'm surprised a lot of people don't say that 2 Chain's first album was was his best album or even like a good album to begin with there's a lot of singles on there but they don't really talk about it like that so I'm just so happy to hear somebody else come to the realization (laughs) that you know what like that album was pretty good and this album was even better so I feel like I, I agree 100% um better than his first album. That's always a tough thing to beat, and I just feel like, you know, congratulations. You, 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 you did it, 2 chains. <laughs> word, word, word. And then with that being said, man, I think it's
1: a perfect time to just kind of close this podcast up. I think we've been running pretty long. So, um... Sengard, if you got any promo man, go ahead and uh, do it. Right.
2: So um you can you can find you can find me at channel10podcast.com. You can find me at wootainpodcast.com. Um Wu-Tang podcast on Twitter, channel10pod on Twitter. Um, I mainly just be on Twitter um, and then of course with me, you can catch me at Singard Superior on Twitter um and com. and there you have it. Cool cool. Um I've been a I was personally on the
1: Channel 10 podcast uh, like a while back, mm-hmm. so uh, what you can find from Channel 10 is like they interview like just such a wide range of people. They from like up and coming rappers to like people running for mayor, so like it's a wide net. Check them out; they're super dope. And if you love Wu Tang, man, the Wu Tang podcast that uh, Channel Ten do—that's the one to fuck with. If you yeah. fuck with Wu Tang, these guys know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, with that being said, man, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this was a Hope fun podcast, man. man, and if uh, you guys want to let us know how you feel about this 2 Chains podcast, you can find us on Twitter at HHR underscore pod. Mm-hmm. We hashtag team follow back over here, so if you fuck with us, we fuck with you. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, just a whole bunch of other fucking
0: platforms that we don't even know about, so just Google us, Hip Hop Review Podcast, we everywhere. Yes, sir. Look us up and Google us and yet again, shout out to our special guest, in God. Really appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on, man. This is really, spe- really really special. Uh, I take all the guest features very serious, so appreciate you taking the time for being on the podcast. So oh, as so. always, I am Vontae the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie, God Superior and mm-hmm. Will Gill. And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast, and God damn, we changing the podcast game. Another one. Let's go.